Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So there's a reason why I started Blood Origins. And that reason is simple. Is that I wanted to convey the truth about hunting. It brings awareness to to non-hunters that it's, it's more than just killing animals. How do I start it? Brittany. My name. My name. Is <laughs> Does my hair look okay? It's my name is Mike Axelrod. Start again. Yeah, I hated it too. <laughs> Braxton, you said something in the car to me. You said that you were living on borrowed time. Hmm. There's a perception around who hunters are, what we're supposed to be, and a a feminist that works for a non-profit that is a hunter that has only eaten wild game for the last 20 years is likely not the thing that people think about when it comes to a hunter. You can hear me, Robbie. Ten, ten seconds on a piece of equipment has revolutionized it already. Yeah, yeah you don't exactly. think nobody in this world has ever thought of that before? Well, you look you like a twat. A twat. Mm -hmm. uh, right, yeah. It it's it's pronounced twat. <laughs> twat. Twat. In yeah. the UK, maybe. No. It, it was... It, the Americans adopted the word I from see. the UK. So... In South Africa, we say you're such a twat. You're not allowed to swear on the podcast. Bobby, I can't hear myself. You can't hear yourself. You are number two, Jack. Um, give me a mic check, Jack. Hello. Jack, I like chocolate. There you are. Welcome. Thank you very much. You just need a little bit of welcome. Just need a little, little bit of no, Lewis. I don't really like Robbie having a direct conduit to my left ear. I'm totally honest. Are you only hearing me in one ear too? Yes. Oh, I'm only hearing myself in my left ear. But so. I can hear Lewis. Same. Lewis in my right. Oh wow! So it's this yeah. this dual mm. thing that we've got going. This yeah. setup, I guess. So why don't you think we can do a podcast? How strange. Um, I think you guys are too busy to do a podcast. Very tactfully put. Don't you? 
do you think you could do a podcast well, like in the last take, two weeks? It would take like what an hour, an hour uh, a, a I, month. I think the structure of it would be after we come back from a trip. It's like a debrief of like the funny things that happened. Slots debrief. Which yeah. one of us caught some contagious disease this time? <laughs> who, who broke something? Who got eaten by bed bugs the most? Today's kind of on today's well, let's just be, let's How just did you nearly die whilst filming something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got I got syphilis in China. Oh my gosh. Okay, so one, I think there is definitely a request here that. Um, Thank you, Courtney. <coughs> That Lewis, you are going to go through your repertoire of. I reckon Courtney should take my. my take your headset. Yeah. I don't think Courtney wants to take your headset. Stage fright. Stage fright. There's no video, Courtney. Yeah, voice fright. Um, what are you doing? Putting coasters under it. Oh. Who's the other flat white for? I don't know. Duncan. Is Duncan coming up? No, he's not. I'll have a. I'll have his flat white. Well, he might be. I don't think so. He knew that we were podcasting us three. Just going to sit in and listen to the conversation, I guess. Well, there you go. Okay. So, you know, just a quick introduction. Uh, Lewis, what did I used to call you? Lewis, Th- I know it's, it's Lewis Thomas, but what did I, do you remember? Uh, probably like Lewis Thompson or something. Lewis Howard? No, Lewis Morgan. Lewis Morgan, that's <laughs> Completely, <laughs> completely wrong. And we had been working together for like a year and a half, I think, already, and oh. I called you Lewis Morgan. I've got Lewis Morgan to my left. Lewis, Lewis Thomas. Morgan. The uh, are you are you co-partners of Slots Media, or we're life partners and business owners. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie is not in the picture anymore. You're not in the hot seat yet. No, You're just going to no. listen in. Yeah, you're. Co- why are you so whispering? Your coffee, Duncan. Yeah, you have your coffee. You can sit down if you want. Yeah. He's going to wait. Duncan has entered the room. And Duncan, Duncan, without you in that seat, this Duncan isn't a proper circle jerk. Duncan has left the room. <laughs> okay. Ollie is not uh, <laughs> owner of Slots Media? No. Was he originally? No. Oh, okay. He wasn't, no, not when we turned it into a company. Okay. He just was the inspiration to lamping foxes. He just has the pure passion to go out multiple times a week and, and hunt the same things. things. Over and over again. That's too yeah. funny. Year in, year out. So Lewis Thomas, Jack Bottoms. Yep. Mr. Botty. Mr. Botty. On Mr. Instagram. You get a lot of people sliding into your DMs. Not really. As Mr. Botty. <laughs> Only active grinder users. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, all, in all honesty, it didn't occur to me how that would sound when I first made that. But, I mean, you can't change it now, so. Of course you can. It's very simple to change. Oh, is it? it? Yes. I'm gonna 100% gonna change that then. Don't lie. Is no, he gonna change it, Lewis? No, I don't think so. I think so. I, I think I need to. It's not very professional. What would you change it to? Jack slots. Jack. Dot bottoms. Dot slots. No, I'd call it. I'd call it bottoms on tour. Ooh, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anybody get injured this trip? I've got a bruise on the inside of my left knee. From what? I don't know. No major injuries. Bed Nothing bug major. bites. Bed bug bed bug bites. Yeah. You're the only one of the three beds. You yeah. picked it. I picked it. No, actually, Lewis picked the first bed. It's 100 percent my fault. No. Jack picked the first bed. But no. No, you were lying down on the bed, weren't you? There were three beds, two singles. You gave me the double. Thank you. Appreciate you. I 
just didn't want to hear you whinge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm the biggest guy and I've got the smallest bed. <sighs> but yeah, but last yeah, night so Jack you, had bed we, bites. Yeah, we gave you the double bed. Mm-hmm. Jack had bed bug bugs. Bed bugs. How many bed yeah. bugs did you identify this morning? Ten at least. At least ten. Yeah. Ten and they're all they're all coming into the whole like itchy stage at different times. Oh, so I'm man. never really not itchy, which is great. And you you forcefully marched yourself down to reception to tell them what you thought. Yep. And it was closed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you went to reception. I went to yeah. reception. I thought to you tell were going to get a Magnum for breakfast. No, it was cl- well. But I did that last night. And also d- oh, we left the other place without a Magnum. Robbie, this entire not this entire trip, the last half a week has been wanting to get a white chocolate Magnum and ice failing cream at every opportunity. Failing, keep getting. Shut down by yeah. locked doors, but no, it's been fairly risk-free. I think mm. um, no major falls. What baseline? You fell over more than anybody else. This trip. I did. I did. I slipped <laughs> a lot <laughs> on that that last descent in Lock Harbor. My legs were done. It was. It and I mean, it's something we've observed this trip because we've not really done any mountain hunting or river crossings with you. But you do seem to have a coordination issue when it comes to hopping from rock to rock. Because, and I'll say this: I think I am fairly coordinated. I just those. I think the the Lathrop boots are amazing. It's the first time I've ever used them, and so I'm trying to like. They're pretty big, <laughs> you know, and they don't oh, yeah. flex very well. And so, like, yeah. the first time I'm learning to walk on them is the steep ass mountains in Loch Arbor, truthfully, and the Kaimanawas. Yeah. You know, uh, but they worked brilliantly. They worked really, really well. I felt really comfortable, and I've got a slight blister on one toe. That's it. I mean, it's not like those videos where they put socks on a dog, but it was similar <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> Have you seen those where the dogs do, and they're like lifting their feet? Sorry, up, that took really. it took me a while. It took me a while. Yes, I was certainly looking like socks on a dog crossing rivers in the Kaimanawas, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like. Yeah, that was a very socks on a dog. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like it was deep. It was deep. You didn't know how deep it was going to get. And I was trying to keep dry boots. It's all I was like, keep your feet dry. Should we, should we maybe just add context? Do you want to just like say what we've done? Yeah. Because so you keep dropping these names. Yeah, yeah, no, no. That's yeah. That keeps people interested. Uh, <laughs> we have just spent two weeks. This is the last day. Um, thank actually, God. thank God. Uh, no work today, no filming today, just driving and travel today. But we've been two weeks in New Zealand, three locations, uh, with essentially three stalwarts of hunter conservation-led efforts here in New Zealand. Uh, the first one was with a guy called Cam Speedy. Uh, with the Seeker Foundation, we invested money through Dick R.S. Cooper International into the Seeker Foundation. And they were in the Kaimanawas, which is a mountain range in the central plateau of the North Island. And they ran trap lines for stoats and rats and mice and whatnot. Uh, the second place we went to is with Snow Hewitson, who was the chair of the Tar Foundation when we first came on the scene as a non-profit three years ago. Um, and uh, we did a Blood Origins episode of Snow, a new Blood Origins episode that we'll talk about, a new style of Blood Origins episode. And then um, we left. That was and so we actually flew between North Island and South Island, then joined Snow and then continued further south, eight hours of driving, to get to Teanau? Tiane. 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 Which is a town on Lake 
to Anhao. And uh, we then, that is the sort of gateway to the Fjordland National Preserve, National Park, which is where the Wapiti herd has been established. It was elk herd that was dropped, uh, was given as a gift from Theodore Roosevelt in 1905, 20 elk. And now they have a hybrid red stag elk. Would they have been Roosevelt stags? Uh, Roosevelt elk? No, I think they were Rocky they Mountains. All oh, right. Yeah. And there's a difference between them, isn't yep, there? Yep. And, um... So, yeah, they've got a hybrid herd, and they call it the Wapiti herd, and uh, they keep the population down, uh, and, and the people doing it is the Fjordland Wapiti Foundation. We gave them money. They are really cool, though. I've looking, so we're obviously in Venetor now, and uh, one of the guys has, has been Wapiti hunting before, mm -hmm. and he was showing me and Jack some pictures. We'd, I, I generally think the head of, those, of most of the Wapiti look like red stag heads and faces mm. and then the antlers are obviously a, a combo a, like a combo and then they've the got those big eye guards like an elk yeah and then the body is like very because we saw from the helicopter look the like an elk just like solid elk mm -hmm. yeah it's mm. weird the bum looks like an elk bit of a red butt on some of them though. you think yeah, so yeah the pilot yeah. was like that one's got a red butt like a red stag butt mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i thought they I didn't mean elky. like it had a sore ass i mean oh, okay <laughs> So yeah, we've been two weeks, all three of us together, and that's what you're experiencing now in this podcast. Um, that day's got worms, it's got a red bum. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we've been, this is what, our, how many, this is South Africa trip, no, let's go, we'll say Denmark was trip one, the original trip together, South Africa, mm -hmm. Spain. Zimbabwe, and Zambia. Zimbabwe, Zambia, and now New Zealand. But what? Yeah, but what? What you miss out is that we have a call with you every week, every Monday morning, and have multiple conversations during the week throughout the year. <laughs> so it's, it's I think it's so much more than just the trips. It's like, yeah. I think I speak to you more than my wife, and I live in the same house as That's her. That's amazing. Well, I love that. Well, when, when my girlfriend Libby met you, she said she felt like she already knew you. Yeah, because I've been coming out voice, of the guest room. There's your voice out of the spare room every, <laughs> every day. Do you speak to any other client more than me? No. I love that. No. no. Well, one, I'll tell you this. For those that don't know who Slots Media is, um, number one, what I say to anybody who's looking, they're like, oh, you work with Slots. What, what you know, what? What do you think about them? I said, well, number one, they're phenomenal in terms of what they do. Number two, your professionalism when it comes to what you do for clients is unmatched. And three, you're just good buggers. So, except for Lewis, like he's 80% saving, of the time. He's been saving all his praise for this one podcast. Yeah, yeah I I'd have. I'd like to make it clear to everybody listening. This is yeah. this is not the usual scenario. Yeah, I, I always praise it's, it's you. Don't lie. It's negative reinforcement all the way. And no, I'm pretty no, bad no. at buggery. I need to practice more. <laughs> <laughs> you, haven't got your you, sodomy, you haven't got your sodomy 50 meter badge. Yeah, yet, I'm not you? a good yeah. buggerer. Do you, uh, <laughs> do you think I need to praise you more, Jack? No, honestly not. Jack gets uncomfortable with praise. Yeah, I don't really deal you with do? it very well. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, cool, thanks. Have you done the whole, like, um, what your love language is? Have you done that? Mine is... Is food one of them? Yep. No. Okay. Um, no. Service. Service. Service, physical touch. Uh -huh. 
well, mine is probably physical touch, but I don't really want you to go off that, if I'm totally honest. <laughs> for tri- for Rub your back. Future. No, I'm good. As I'm we're good. driving down Especially the road. Seeing as the majority of the stuff we do seems to be in Africa, where it's like 45 degrees. Yep. I don't even want my wife to touch me in that kind of What heat. happened to you, talking about Africa? You left Africa, we were talking no major injuries this trip. Yeah. Well, no. I pretty much got sepsis, didn't I? Yeah, last I was trip. A couple of days away from sepsis. Heat stroke. Heat stroke and sepsis and together. And sepsis together. Yep. And I got diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a normal Tuesday for you, though. Yeah. It wasn't from the jerky this time, either. It was built probably, on. probably the heat stroke, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was definitely on. the heat stroke. <laughs> it's like anything that happens to you, you automatically get diarrhea. It's my, yeah, it's my Gets a cold, diarrhea. It's my body's default. Too hot, <laughs> diarrhea. Yeah. Too cold, diarrhea. <laughs> too comfortable in the middle, diarrhea. So uh, what I love about these trips is we get to meet like incredible people. One, people I've never, ever actually inter- engaged with. But then I also get to meet people that I've been talking to for three years. Who, who of the of the people that you've met on this trip, stand out individual? Lewis, I'll start with you. Stand out individual? Somebody it's that you're just hard. like, oh man, I'll remember that person. Or pick I two. I think I'll remember all of them. They were all very nice. Um, I can't pick two. I mean, I'd say Cam because of his like passion and knowledge of like what he's into was just like, oh yeah, did you know? Blah 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 blah, blah. and you just like mind just melts. He was an ecologist yeah. on steroids of passion steroids yeah, it was mixed insane. with like this intense like adoption of Maori culture into a white man's body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then but then then you had Josh who was just like the most generous guy in the world times 10. Just a general engineer, yeah. contractor, um, is a fabricator by day job, loves to hunt, takes off mm-hmm. what did he say? They take two and a half weeks every year one to chase red stags in the raw in the car weckers. No, no, it wasn't the car workers. It was somewhere else. Um, and then a week off to chase seekers in the Kaimanawas. Yeah. And did everything. Made pancakes, made corn fritters, your favorite. Oh, gross. <laughs> gross. Listen, He's a great you need to come, as I said, you need to come to America, fried corn nuggets in every gas station. I'm not interested. You would, you, <laughs> it's, it's, you're going to love them. No, I'd... I'd what I'll do is... You eat them for breakfast. It's brilliant. Some, it's like cream corn deliciousness. If you buy me some, I'll just throw them at druggies. <laughs> that's, how I'll, that's how I'll use them for good. I'll throw them at druggies from a moving vehicle. <laughs> I, may, I may retract the statement of you guys having a podcast because I think Lewis <laughs> was just like... Lewis should incriminate himself on yeah. so many levels. Just yeah. wreck podcasts halfway through. Yeah. Yeah, but the, yeah and, then, and then obviously Tim, Tim was a good bugger. Tim was a good bugger? Not that quiet, yeah, unassuming, and he took you on a forced march to the Kaimanawas. It wasn't a forced march; it was good fun. We just walked a lot up and fast. Yeah, no, not fast. Oh, not we fast. Didn't walk fast at all. No. Okay, we were hunting. Okay, so Jack. But yeah, and then notable names. Yeah, I think they stand out for different reasons. I think Tom was. Because the, like the, the thread that's connected all of these people is their connection to the land. Mm-hmm. Tom, I'd say... Matua Tom. Matua Tom probably uh, epitomised that and, and expressed it in the best way mm-hmm. out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which isn't a surprise considering he's he's Murray. You just enjoyed watching his dog kill a possum. <laughs> I didn't actually enjoy that very much, <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I think he stood out for that reason, but all the others for for a variety of others as well. Mm. I couldn't I couldn't pick one person. Sure, sure, sure. sure. No, Matua Tom. Obviously, you know we and we 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 try to get the most out of people when we interview them, and Matua Tom just like. It wasn't anything. It was just like I—I I felt like I was finished mm. asking him the questions I want. I said, "Matua Tom, is anything else on your heart?" And his response was, "Oh, brother, there's lots in my heart." Mm. Yeah, and then he turned around and, and started crying and saying, "The right, yeah, talking about this classroom, yeah. this land being the classroom mm. by which you learn and in, in, in which you." Yeah, you take everything in. It was a really powerful moment. Um, but along the same thread, you know, we've seen, we've met a lot of different types of people from a lot of different backgrounds, um, and we've been to a lot of different terrains. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, the easy one to pick would be Fjordland, but they all have something about them. Yeah. Something just different. The Kaimanawas with the sort of rainforesty, close vibe that it had in there then you had the open hill of um was that the eastern yeah the eastern part of the southern alps eastern part of the southern alps Mm -hmm. that was super cool and we didn't really get into the really rough country like the alpine country Mm -hmm. with all the shale and everything like that but but that was that was amazing and then fjordland is obviously just breathtaking and they're all slightly different Mm. but they all have something something really amazing about them they're all proper wildernesses as well yeah and the uh, the I would say yes. I agree with everything you said. They're proper wildernesses. They're like places here in New Zealand that are just like... And you, you, we are driving back from Tehanau right now. And you were just like, oh, that whole mountain range plus whatever is all public ground. Mm-hmm. But we've been told we're not allowed to talk about the public land. Oh, we're not? No. We're not... Pete doesn't want people coming to New Zealand. Nobody <laughs> come to New Zealand. There's nothing good here <coughs> to hunt. It's awful. it's awful. The people yeah. are rude, inhospitable. Yeah, there's 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 no whitetail. There's no sambar. There's no seeker. There's no red stag. They don't have sambar, do they? There's they no. Have no, they have sambar. They have sambar on the North Island. Oh, do they? Yep. There's no fallow deer. There's no wapiti. There's no tar. There's no chamois. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. There's no ducks. There's no geese. Helicopter rides over this terrain are boring. There's no friendly parrots that are monstrous and huge with big beaks. That take chunks out of patches. No. No. Absolutely none of them. What else? Actually, what I will say is there are no poisonous animals. Well, sorry. No, no, no. no, Sorry, in reverse world. There are loads of poisonous... Poisonous... Stop. Stop. There's no such... Stop touching your mic. Oh, there's no such thing as poisonous animals. Well, you just said it. There's no poisonous... There are no such thing as poisonous (laughs) animals, Jack. Oh, just... uh, I've got a PhD and I'm going to wield it. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm just educating you so that you can use language. You can use the proper language and grammar. Yeah, you both are English. You should understand the power of language. Says the guy who's trying to, like, enforce that twat is pronounced twat <laughs> that's a colloquialism and in in our defense robbie we didn't we didn't colonize most of the world with our english language which no no we did it with a musket ball oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> controversial and big big wooden ships yeah. 
Not a boat, though. It's a ship. Yeah. Okay. A ship. No poisonous animals, Jack. No venomous animals in New venomous Zealand. Venomous animals in New Zealand. Yeah, no mm-hmm. snakes. The only... So what's poisonous then? Plants? Correct. Something that you can ingest and it infects your digestive system. That's poison. I'm, no- I'm now going to find a poisonous animal. You won't find one. I will. Because I bet you there are, there are animals Frogs. that if you eat them, <laughs> you will die. <laughs> yes, that is a poisonous animal. There we go. I'm going to Google it right Sorry, now. Sorry, let me say There's this. Any any animal that stings you or bites you, so are you telling me is a venomous animal, not a poisonous. So animal. if you if you took like a, a funnel web spider, and ate it, correct. If you if you milked a black mamba, yeah, or a king cobra, and drank it, and you drank the venom, yeah, and you had no um, lacerations or. Spots in your digestive tract. You didn't have a stomach ulcer. Mm-hmm. It was a clean digestive tract. Nothing would happen to you, except what they believe in the East, which is no. Bobby's yep. just made a fist. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason they do it. Aphrodisiac made his arm really tense. That's a high risk aphrodisiac. Because yep. what if you've just got like you you ate a chicken bone and there's a slight laceration and you've just ingested black mamba poison. Yeah. That's part the risk. It's part of the risk. That's it's part of the that's part of the like part of heightened high risk, high reward. Yep. Pretty manic. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? It's like you have to put your chin up. Yeah. He's trying to personify an erection, which is hard well, to no, do. Well no, what I'm tr- what I'm trying to do is get comfortable with having this microphone. I just just leave it right there. It's fine. No, don't put it in your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Just leave Good job it. This is not a video. No, exactly. Um, notable moments of the trip. I'll start with you, Jack. Uh, notable moments would be getting a time lapse of the Southern Lights. That's pretty cool. Obviously, I didn't. Was do that, that your moment? Lewis did it. <laughs> 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 Lewis set the time lapse. <laughs> Did you think I was trying to claim that? But seeing it, because I've heard about it for it a long badass. time. badass. Seeing it was cool. It was red. Yeah, very red. Um, what, is, what is Aurora's Australis? Australis? Aurora's Aurora Australis. 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 Mm-hmm. Australis. Australis. But just a stand-up moment probably with the boat trip into Fjordland. Jeez. I, I loved that. That mm-hmm. was cool, yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Took a picture of the Narrows. Mm-hmm. Which is where the north arm of Lake Tanau narrows down to like 20 meters, and the depth of the lake goes from 260 meters deep at that point to like 1.5 meters. I took a photo, and it was glass, and it looked like you can. It's one of those that you can turn them upside down. The photos, and you don't know what's up and what's down. Yeah, that was a good moment. Lewis. Um. I think yeah, I think the boat trip, the Not heli, the heli trip wasn't great because <laughs> I was feeling ill. Why were you feeling ill, Liz? Because I got drunk. <laughs> um, <coughs> I'll let you think. My my moment was, I, I had no idea that they were gonna f- they had fabricated the sign for the box lids mm. that said Seeker Foundation and Blood Origins. And that was damn cool to see the sign, like your imprint, like this is something that you've invested in, that you've funded, that you planned, 
now going into a random watershed protecting the FIO, nat the, 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 the sort of the national duck of, of New Zealand, the blue duck, who are getting hammered by stoats and rats and mice, that we're now a part of taking care of that. And if you had asked me like three years ago, do you think that that would have even been possible? I didn't even know what a FIO was three years ago. That's bloody cool. That, that was my standout moment, was filming the FIO. The WIO? The, the WIO ducks, yeah. Spelt WIO, pronounced FIO. W-H-I-O, spelled mm -hmm. FIO. Said FIO. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think my second, <coughs> second standout moment was uh, hearing what might have been the world's loudest and longest snorer <laughs> <laughs> in the hut. <laughs> In the hut. So let's uh, just let's just uh, no. That was a snore orchestra. It was a snore. <laughs> a snore <laughs> orchestra. <laughs> a snore orchestra. <laughs> it's it's funny how we are. <laughs> don't we tend to be around a lot of snorers? Yeah, I don't know. And none of us yeah. snore. Oh like no, 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 Lewis. Last night in the Lewis is snoring last night. You've snored before, yeah. I've not. Uh, yeah. I, I snore when, when I've had a drink. <laughs> I don't know. No, I've heard you snore before. I had to grab Lewis's leg. Last night? In, no, in tar camp. Because oh, your yeah, feet yeah, were right yeah. next to my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you were snoring up a storm. And I just like smashed <laughs> his leg. and he just That was the wind. That wasn't me. That was the no, wind. No, no, no. But no, this, no. Guy, this, guy was was, this guy was, you know, I'm surprised he didn't show up on the Richter scale. And, and like Christchurch wasn't <laughs> evacuated. Even though we were in North Island. Because it was it was ridiculous. Me and Lewis just got the giggles. We just we like this yeah. guy has to either stop I had, or I die. Had, at some I had earplugs in. I had earplugs in, and all I could hear through the earplugs were you and Lewis giggling like girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because he 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 went on for about forty five minutes of solid, like glass shattering snoring, and then he stopped, and we both thought he'd died. Because there was no other reason why he would have stopped, and like, he just, and then he and then just he restarted again. Kicked in again, yeah. Kicked in again, and I had to go sleep somewhere else because I was like, I can't deal with this. But you guys, for the last the three nights before that, were in a yeah different level in of a snoring house with no, like no, no. four other people snoring. No, I don't know whether it was just the acoustics of that room, but it was unreal. Yeah, I, there was no chance I was going to get to sleep, none whatsoever. I don't understand how people that snore that hard actually have good night's sleep. They can't. They, they can't be because they they can't be getting enough oxygen. <laughs> I oh mean, my gosh. you saw him the next morning. It didn't look like he had a good night's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but Cam Speedy was snoring. Cam, yeah. Cam Bert snored, was snoring. Yeah. Josh. Well, Josh was. <laughs> Josh kept saying it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could hear us laughing. He was concerned. It was him. Josh yeah. is a proper snorer. He was sleeping in a different room, he and we could hear yeah. him through the walls. He was the conductor of the snorkestra. In the <laughs> <room>. <laughs> the snorkestra. <laughs> oh man he was okay. the bassist so what are you know because you guys film this you guys will post produce this are you handing over any other post production to Lewis oh yeah inevitably inevitably for sure yeah I mean these are these are going to be these are going to be really cool pieces as well so they're going to be really fun so to let's edit. talk about snows yeah um, everyone's used to that's listening to this has seen a Blood Origins episode it's where mm. we tell the heart of a hunter I met Snow three years ago during the whole Tarmageddon uh, situation here in New Zealand 
Um, he was our point of contact. He was the source of information. He was the chair of the Tar Foundation. They raised like $230,000 to take the government to court around Tar. And I just hadn't met the guy. And we had been talking about our Blood Origins episodes are great. Have we released yours? Oh, yeah, ages ago. It wasn't that good. Did we release? Because oh, I thought you cringe. said I thought you said that we hadn't. No, 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 no. We d- we had. You released it in conjunction with somebody else. Oh, okay. So I'm not. I wasn't at that point. I think it would be different now if you interviewed me, but I wasn't a big enough name back then. You know. Oh, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Because so that's you, all we're interested in is big names, pretty and influences. Much. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I only had like a. Thousand you were very baby-faced then. Oh, looking back at you that, you had like red cheeks. Yeah, I was a good Welsh red cheeks. I've aged. To mm-hmm. be fair, we were we had gone from like a cold Danish winter into a. Lewis, I think you still had the same beanie, the red beanie. Probably. He was very, <laughs> very young, gung ho. But yeah, th- I mean, they had no sass in in his body then. No sass. <laughs> yeah, that's coming. He's with gotten age. sass. He's gotten sassier. He's gonna be a grumpy old man. Oh sure. my god, he'll be a curmudgeon. Absolute curmudgeon when you're older. A curmudgeon. Yeah. Do you know what a curmudgeon is? No. Again, I thought you guys invented the English language. It sounds like you just invented I mean, not a word. No, not personally. Google it. You've got curmudgeon, your phone. Yeah. Curmudgeon. No. A cranky, crotchety old man is a curmudgeon. Okay. Mm, I feel like that was just like that sits in his chair and somebody, you know, the, somebody goes by four kilometers over the speed limit and they're throwing their cane in the air and yelling at the yeah. person for going too fast down the country road. Oh. Oh yeah. You don't think that'll be you? Says the guy who was raging at some people taking their time at the junction earlier. Which junction? Oh, but th- you... <laughs> speechless literally yeah. speechless yeah. I was like yes no but, they were, but they there were many many windows to go and no comment they were meerkatting left and right left and right left and right both of them go people it's not curmudgeonly it's just curmudgeonly it's just someone without patience curmudgeon 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 so curmudgeon is curmudgeon it is curmudgeon so curmudgeon what is it a noun uh, it is an adjective, I believe. It's an adjective, right. Mm-hmm. So you can't be a curmudgeon. Oh, you can be a curmudgeon, but you can also be curmudgeonly. Then it's a noun and a verb. Oh. See, I like this. My wife would be like, t- is, is like yeah, listening to listening. this and going, God, Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're all wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're all wrong. <laughs> but yeah, there's nothing wrong with the Blood Origins episode you've done in the past. But, this but we is felt an like extension of it. I felt like because we have now established ourselves as a name, there was an opportunity now to get to know people better. We would spend probably half a day with someone to do their Blood Origins episode and then move on. And so we wanted to really embed with someone for two, three days longer if needed. And this was the first one. Mm-hmm. I'll be interesting to see how you put it together. Yeah, and put it together in a way that is clearly different. It almost feels like it needs to have like a behind the scenes, you know, sort of staging kind of scenario. And then, I don't know. I don't know. We'll just see. Because uh, Or does it start Blood Origins-esque and then goes into like a staging and then... I think, no, I think it starts, I don't think it starts Blood Origins-esque. I think it refines as it goes on. Mm. And you end 
with us with with a very blood origins classic yeah. because then that's really that that's let's be honest that's often the most high impact statement yeah is at the end yeah or it builds to something yeah and then you you leave the viewer with the impression that they've watched something from Blood Origins. I think I've got a Spaniard in my in my in my hand. Still. I've just noticed I've got something in my hand. Lewis, what is a Spaniard? A Spaniard? Oh, that hurts. Like a, it's a someone from Spain. Spiky bush. Yeah, it's a very it's a very cactus esque bush. We're all looking at our hands. You look like you had chickenpox. Yeah, your legs. shins are still still red. But yeah, they're just basically like they they kind of look like eighteen inches aggressive maybe long aloe vera. aggressive aloe vera with yeah. no give mm. to them, just angry aloe veras. Angry. Mm. Yeah, and then yeah, so I'm, and I nearly fucking landed on my face <laughs> on one of them because I bloody tripped over. But like most most spiky bushes, you go, oh that hurt. Yeah. But it's all right. Yeah. But after about three or four encounters with a Spaniard, you develop a fear of them, and you don't which is unusual. And they sort of just like, you know, you think you're putting your hand on a tussock to hold yourself up or lift yourself up the mountain or guide yourself down the mountain, and your hand goes into the Spaniard. Mm. Or your leg goes into the Spaniard, and you're like, oh, wow, that hurt really yeah. badly. And you look down, and there's blood <laughs> on your pants that have come from the inside from where they spiked yeah. you. You know, you know how in like Hunter's Element they have the Venom Gator for s- Australia, where mm. oh yes, 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 for snakes snake. like uh, snake boots. You need the Spaniard Gator for New Zealand. Oh, for sure. Stony Creek need to get on it. For sure. You need to wear a bomb suit. <laughs> Just get really hot. I don't know if I've got something in here. Or not. It feels like I've got. I've got like there. a thorn in my hand still. It'll, it'll <sighs> get out. Funniest moment <laughs> of the trip. <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know if we can say it. <laughs> I don't know if we can say it. Can we say that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go I, ahead. I mean, <laughs> you can almost cut it out, I guess. No, like, is no. It, is it? Well, just go ahead. Well, it's the it's the it's the incident with the hut invader. Not the full incident, but the initial incident. That was for me oh, the funniest moment. Oh, your hunt moment. invader, right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. just for context here. <laughs> for context here, we have New Zealand is the land of invasive species. You know, everything is introduced here. All the deer, chamois, tar, stoats, rats, mice. There's not a single mammal, including humans, that was native to New Zealand. You're talking about the, the possum, right? I'm talking about the possum, yeah. talking about the possum. And so... <laughs> Possums <laughs> are, you know, are actually um, protected species in Australia, mm-hmm. and they are hated species here. I don't actually. I think wallabies are probably more hated in New Zealand because we saw signs saying, "Have you seen a wallaby?" Report. Yeah. And uh, they just want to eradicate these, and possums are one that just are a, a nuisance, nuisance species here. Um, and so we came across a possum that evaded us. Evade me. It didn't evade Jack. Jack uh, managed to put a foot through it. Uh, well, not through it, but it, like I almost sprained my ankle <laughs> trying to stop it from running away. <laughs> Kicked it. It did a 180 in the air, landed, and just ran off just like ran nothing off happened. Like and nothing I was, happened. I had a dead foot. They're <laughs> dense. They don't look dense, but they're pretty dense. But yeah, that was and it was funny. yeah, it was pretty funny. That was we we certainly we have laughed a lot on this trip. Mm-hmm. 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 
I don't know what I, Lewis's funniest moment. Lewis, what's your funniest moment? It's probably listening to the guy snore. Oh, that was very funny. You guys were laughing like in hysterically. <laughs> it just defied belief. <laughs> There's no way I've got. I've got. I've actually got a recording. It won't of do it. it justice. We needed to get. It this. Can you put it next to your mic? Yeah, Let's it won't see if do you it can justice. But see if I you will. Can do it. I'll, I'll play this recording. Whilst you're trying to find it, my no, it's here right now. Oh, you got it right yeah, now. Yeah. Let's go. It's on the 22nd of April. Put it next to your mic. Now get it closer <laughs> to your mic. <laughs> See, it's it's insane. <laughs> Just the depth to it is unreal. But you don't what you don't get in that recording is the volume <laughs> and the way it resonates through your body. Yeah. It's like when you you know when you see those videos of, of like the frequencies that that can like shatter glass and you see like in super slow motion you can see the glass like wobble. What is that? <laughs> oh it's, <laughs> it's, really recording it's still going though. It's still the snoring. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, but yeah, it's just that, oh, just the resonance of it, it was like, it's like hearing a lion roar. That was it, uh, it yeah. was just, I don't know, I can't really describe it, and the out-breath, he sounded like a HGV putting his <laughs> air brakes on. But he'd build up, and then it would just be like one big let, let down, and then you'd think, right, he's dead now, he's stopped. But then, yeah, and then it would start again, it was just... Build to a crescendo, yeah. Endless. What was yours, Robbie? I think uh, I uh, the last night of us filming the whole project. Um, obviously, we we tend to let our hair down a little bit. We've been working really hard for for two weeks, and I didn't I didn't want I, I had a couple of beers and I was like nah, I'm done I'm going to bed, and so I went to bed. Lewis. <laughs> 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 decided that he was staying up and he was going to match drink for drink with um, some of our friends. And I woke up... Jack did as well. Yeah, but... Just held it better than you. He held it better than you. Mm. I woke up to Seeker Roaring in the hut. (laughs) I don't know who was Seeker Roaring. But then I just woke up to... I think one I looked I peered over and Lewis and Joe were just like in this like heated discussion. You know, it was one of those like late night, like I'm right, you're wrong, let me tell you how it is kind of discussions. <laughs> Lewis is famous for those. And that was just and the way that Lewis <laughs> just the scene, you know, it was just Lewis and they like really intense and um, and then I think the the next funny moment was Lewis had come to bed, he had gone to bed, and Joe was Roy, <laughs> and literally there was nobody else up, and he was listening to his music, and he was just like, oh, this is a great song, this is a great song, this is a great song, I don't know who he was talking to, <laughs> and then he would sing every song with the song, you know, just enjoying himself, um, I guess that was my my funniest moment, good trip. Good trip. Good two weeks. It started off pretty slow, and I think, I think the rain. We had a lot of rain to start with, and that just Mm. was like, oh man. 
Yeah, that made things very challenging. Because you, you can't... <coughs> normally with a job, you can be like, right, let's take a calculated risk on on how much we're going to film, and then we're going to go back home, and anything that needs repairing or replacing can happen. Yeah. But it's... Even though you're in New Zealand, which is, you know, a civilised country, it's also pretty much at the edge of the world. So not everything is actually available here that you think you would assume it was you coming from the right. UK or mainland US. Yep. They don't have Amazon. Mm-hmm. They don't really have next day delivery in the same mm-hmm. way. So if you break something, mm-hmm. a lot of it's actually on back order from the US. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and with, with so many different cool projects like Snow and Fjordland lined up, it's when the first project is as wet as it was, it was like, oh. Jack was not a happy camper. I wasn't happy because I, I hate breaking <laughs> breaking equipment <laughs> with rain. Mm. I hate it. It's inevitable, but, uh, you know, whatever. And, um, yeah, I just think, well, if we lose a camera now, mm-hmm. it's going to affect the quality of everything we do after sure. this point. Sure, 100%. So. Yeah. 100%. But nothing broke. Well, I've certainly enjoyed it. I had a great two weeks. Um, appreciate you both being here in New Zealand with me. And uh, on to the next adventure. Mm-hmm. Botswana. Botswana. Any last words, Lewis? No. We haven't heard any accents. No. Can you sign off with as... Who would you like to sign off as? I don't know. Who would you like me to sign off as? Could you sign off as uh, David Attenborough and express what, what came out of the Fjordlands on the, the flight out? The Kia. Can you talk about the Kia? Let's just... We'll, we'll finish I this off. David, David Attenborough is very... Uh, very descriptive bloke, isn't he? I well, there's lots I to describe a, of a Kia. No. All it did was land on the helicopter. No, the size, the size, the beak, the colours. Yeah, but yeah, but you can't add facts to it. You can, you know, he he has a lot of facts that you can, you know. So like you, you know, Borat would be better. Like big birds, I like. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have to be so yeah. eloquent with it. Yeah, he's not known for his uh, descriptive powers. Okay, so then just let's bore I like that's big bird, big wings, big big. I like very nice. Where were we were? <laughs> I think you should sign off the whole podcast for us, as if yeah, in David Attenborough's voice. Yeah, but in like David's Attenborough. Sign us off. Like in like this has been, what have we been Robbie, to? Jack and yeah, you've been listening to yeah. like the end of an audible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the end of an audiobook. <laughs> you've been listening to Robbie, Jack and Lewis talking about their magnificent trip in New Zealand. Amen to that. Well that's it for today. Appreciate you listening, as always. Leave a review, share it with your friends, and most importantly, do what's right to convey the truth around hunting.